0: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Yes, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell for this Monday morning start of a brand new week. It's the 18th of July, 2022. Daniel Pedger in the chair right around the country once again on SEN. For our listeners outside of New South Wales and Queensland, Matty Cox will be back in the chair next Monday. Just having a bit of a break over these past couple of weeks. Uh, He'll be back with you next Monday from 5am between now and then. I have the pleasure of your company over the next few days. And what a morning. It has been Cameron Smith winning the British Open. More on that in just a second. We're also going to cross live to the UK and speak to Chris Perkins, who was at the first two days of St Andrews. He's still in and around the area somewhere in the UK, was watching about an hour and a half ago when Cameron Smith did get that victory. So we'll have a chat with him in about 15 minutes. We'll also look what's making news in both the NRL, the AFL, and all the other sport around Australia today. And what a weekend of sport it was. We'll get to the golf in just a second. The NRL, thought it was a scintillating weekend. Some really, really interesting results and some major injuries for a lot of teams, including a major, major one for the Melbourne Storm yesterday. We'll talk about that. The AFL, another exciting around there. We'll talk about that as well. The Rugby Union on Saturday, Wallabies just going down to England. Um, and what was headlining the news, at least in Sydney last night, was the behaviour of some fans at the SCG on Saturday night, we'll talk about that. And also, uh, I don't know if anyone that was there would be listening right now, but Aston Villa First Leeds. Yesterday afternoon, 40-odd thousand there at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane. If you were there, we'd love to hear from you over the course of the next hour. I know a few people that flew up there or uh, went there that live in Brisbane. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Or 1300 01 1170. Lots of texts, uh, hopefully, this morning about anything in happening, happening in sport. Your reaction to Cameron Smith, your reaction to the weekend of sport, your reaction to some of the stories we're going to get through over the course of the next hour. 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. The hot topic, thanks to ring. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Well, were you up watching about an hour and a half ago when Cameron Smith won the 150th British Open? Must have been my alarm had just gone off just as he was winning this tournament. And I saw a lot of people tweeting about it, a lot of people that probably stayed up later than usual. But if you were watching it, would love to hear from you. 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. Now, he started the final round four shots off leaders Rory McElroy and Victor Hovland coming into the final round before he produced one of the greatest final rounds in major history. To win. Now, 28 years of age, Cameron Smith, he fired a bogey free 8 under, which included five consecutive birdies at the turn and another on the 18th hole that ultimately sealed the win. McElroy also went bogey free. But his putter fizzled as only two birdie putts dropped to a final round of two under that saw him finish third at 18 under. Second place belonged to Cameron Young, who's seven under, included an eagle at the 18th that saw him draw level with Smith just for a matter of moments. Uh, That did add the pressure to Smith's two foot tap in for birdie. But the Queenslander didn't falter as he put the finishing touches on a 20 under tournament. Smith is the only player in the last 20 years to birdie the first five holes of the back nine in the final round of a major. First player in 20 years. Smith had been on the verge of dropping a stroke on uh, the notoriously difficult 17th when he left his second shot short and behind the pot bunker. He played safe. And went on to win it. Now, he's the first Australian to win a, majors, a men's major since Jason Day in 2015. And just the third this century after Adam Scott and Jeff Ogilvie. No Australian had lifted the Claret Jug since Greg Norman in 1993. So, Cameron Smith winning the British Open, if you were watching it, uh, if you stayed up all night to watch it, I know a lot of people did. O four five seven seven three six seven three six or one 0-1-11-70. Finished twenty under par after the four rounds. As I mentioned, Cameron Young second with nineteen under par. Rory McIlroy third, eighteen under par. Cameron Smith today alone shooting eight under par. Quite an amazing achievement by Cameron Smith. O four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred. 01 If you're up watching that, as I said, we're gonna have a chat to Chris Perkins. Uh, who is normally our American correspondent, but he's over there. We'll have a chat with him in about 10 minutes' time to get a full wrap. Elsewhere, Australia's Lucas Herbert, Anthony Quayle, and Adam Scott all finished in the major tie for 15th at 10 under par. Herbert and Quayle enjoyed five under final rounds, while Scott had four birdies in 10 holes, but cooled with two bogeys at 12 and 17 to finish the day at one under. Fellow Australian Minwoo Lee capped off a strong performance with a four under round that moved him to nine under. For the tournament. So, congratulations to Cameron Smith, wins the 150th British Open. If you have anything to say about that, 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. Just an amazing victory there for Cameron Smith. All right, uh, let's move on to what's making news today in the world of rugby league and also AFL. We'll start uh, at the back page of the Daily Telegraph today. Um, And it's good news for Penrith. Uh, and we'll wrap up the rounds of the NRL and the AFL a little later on as well. But Penrith looms as the hottest NRL premiership favourite in decades. Now, after Melbourne's title, Hope suffered another hammer blow. Uh, 2016, they lost to Canberra. The Storm now have lost their th- three games in a row for the first time since 2015. Now, before we get on to Ryan Pappenhausen, that is huge. That's, what, seven, eight years since the Storm had w- had lost three games in a row. And you cast your mind back a couple of months ago, the Storm were, along with Penrith, the only team that could probably beat Penrith. The past month for the Melbourne Storm has not been very good at all. Um, And they started the game, I don't know if you're watching it, but they started the game yesterday in in great fashion. Looked attacking, looked brilliant. Cam Munster looked good. Look, Cam Munster had a fantastic game. But as soon as... Canberra scored that first try and then Ryan Pappenhausen went off and we'll get to that in just a second. Um, and, and all due credit to Canberra, but Melbourne just didn't look like their uh, their team that that we're used to seeing and they haven't really looked like that for the past month. Now, Ryan Pappenhausen is likely gone for the season after fracturing his kneecap. Uh, he was crunched head-on by Canberra's Jack Wyden and will have surgery today. The star number one's injury forced... Uh, one bookmaker to move the Storm's premiership odds from $4.50 to $7.50. While the Panthers are now raging $2, $2.10 two dollar favourites, their shortest price during the regular season over the past three years. Okay, do you think the Storm can win the competition without Ryan Pappenhausen? I, I don't know if they can. I, I, I Look, I, I thought six or seven or eight weeks ago, I thought they definitely could. But on 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70, do the Storm win the competition? Can they turn things around? Look, they've still got some very talented players and they only lost by four points yesterday. But I don't know if they can. Not, Not based on their last month of footy. They are certainly a good team and they can turn things around, but no Pappenhausen. And you've got to feel on a personal level so sorry for him. Was probably going to be playing State of Origin this year. Got injured a couple of weeks before that Origin series. Came back, and this was his third game back, and then out for what looks like to be the rest of the season. So, two-part question. Can the Storm win the competition without Ryan Pappenhausen, and can anyone beat Penrith? Is there a team out there, and I know the Tigers took it to them yesterday, but the Panthers were without three, uh, sorry seven of their major players, state of origin players. Can anyone beat Penrith? Is there a team inside the top eight, maybe outside the top eight, that might be forcing their way into the top eight in the NRL? That can beat Penrith. I'm not uh, look. I'm, I think there is, but I think there's only been one team outside of yesterday that has got within single figures of the Panthers, apart from when Parramatta beat them. I think it was in round nine. So one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six a. Can Melbourne win the comp without Ryan Pappenhausen? And you'd be a brave man to write Melbourne off. And B, can anyone beat Penrith to this year's competition? I know a few of my friends are saying just give it to Penrith now. O four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Can anyone beat the Penrith Panthers? Um, we'll see what happens. Now, up in Queensland, uh, some big news in terms of Anthony Milford. Uh, he is coming back home to Queensland with the controversial Broncos playmaker set to quit Newcastle and ink a new deal to reunite with Coach Wayne Bennett at the Dolphins. Now, the Courier-Mail can reveal Milford is in the advanced stages of finalising terms on a two-year contract to the Dolphins to be the Dolphins' first choice 5'8 for the historic foundation NRL campaign next season. Milford turned 28 last week and he will be the chief playmaker in a dolphin spine compromising Sean O'Sullivan, Jermaine Asako, Jeremy Marshall King, and his former Broncos half partner, Cody Nikarima. The dolphins are tipped to announce Milford signing this week. It is part of Bennett's longer term plan to partner Brisbane's former number one, $1 million man with the storm target, Cam Munster at the Dolphins' scrum base in 2024. Milford, as we know, was thrown a lifeline by Newcastle in April um, and is seeing out the rest of the year at the Newcastle Knights. So finally for the Dolphins, it looks like, and it's not confirmed, but looks like they'll be getting um, at least someone with a bit of a name to their back line. No offense to Sean O'Sullivan, who does very well when he fills in at the Penrith Panthers, but they needed a big name signing, and they seem to have got one. Are You happy? Are you a Dolphins fan? Is there any Dolphins fans listening? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. And Knights fans, are you upset to lose Anthony Milford? He's had some good touches for the Knights. Uh, he's had some poor ones as well, but I think all in all, a pretty good signing. For the Dolphins, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, back page of the Herald Sun as well in Melbourne for our listeners listing uh, through SEN eleven sixteen a.m. Ross Lyon has refused to shut the door on applying for the vacant North Melbourne coaching position, with the process to uh, replace David Noble set to ramp up this week. Now, Melbourne's board is expected on Wednesday. Uh, expected to confirm its process to f- to find Noble's successor. It is understood the Roos would prefer to appoint an experienced senior coach to take over the rebuild after terminating the co- uh, the contracts of Brad Scott, Reece Shaw, and Noble in recent years. Now Ross Lyon said yesterday he would not confirm whether or not he was interested in the job, but added that you always take a call. North Melbourne legend Wayne, legends Wayne Carey and David King have labelled Lyon the top candidate. For the job after leading the Saints and Dockers to four grand finals. So, North Melbourne fans, would you like Ross Lyon at your club? O four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred-01 eleven seventy. And of course, North Melbourne over the course of the weekend was watching a bit of this on a Saturday night getting a win as well over richmond so and we'll go through the whole round in just a second in about 20 minutes we'll wrap up the nrl and the afl for you but north melbourne yeah by four points over richmond on on saturday night ross line to north melbourne we'll see what happens with that buddy franklin as well there's still a lot of talk around him and what he's going to be doing after this year. We'll have a chat about that as well over the course of the show. And finally, if you were in Brisbane, or even if you were just watching it on TV, I was flicking around the Rugby League, the AFL and the soccer, the football yesterday. That Leeds United-Aston Villa game, Aston Villa ended up winning at 1-0. But were you there? 40-odd thousand, as I said, at the top of the show they're watching it on 0457 736 736 or 01 three hundred oh one eleven seventy. It looked like a really, really good atmosphere there. Um, and we've got a few more matches happening around Australia as their festival of football continues over the course of the next couple of weeks. So if you were there, if you're planning to head to a game around Australia, if you get to see your team for the first time, that would be brilliant. I know there would have been an element of people that would have come over from the UK to go to the match yesterday and some of the other matches that are happening over the course of the next couple of weeks. But if you were there, if you flew from maybe Sydney or Melbourne, Adelaide, to get to Brisbane to watch Aston Villa and Leeds, I'd love to know and hear from you this morning on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. So plenty on our agenda. Cameron Smith winning the British Open. Just an amazing victory about 90 minutes ago. If you're just joining us, we're going to wrap that up with Chris Perkins in just a second. The NRL from the weekend. Can anyone stop the Panthers? And um, are Melbourne done without Ryan Pappenhausen? Are they done? AFL, Ross Line, maybe going to be coaching North Melbourne. What do you think about that? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We'll talk about the rugby as well the All Blacks under some pressure after losing to Ireland. We'll talk about that as well. And were you at the soccer, the football yesterday, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 011 1170. You can see a few texts coming in already. We'll get to them after the break. Also we'll have a chat with Chris Perkins over there in the UK wrapping up Cam Smith's wonderful British Open victory. 0457 736 736 or 1300 one 1170. Break and back with more. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. Yeah, good to have your company. 1300 011 01 1170 or 0457 736 736 stack of texts there about all the topics this morning we'll get to them in just a second one of them uh from jason probably uh from in victoria probably sums up the mood of melbourne storm fans saying dan as a storm member my heart broke when ryan pabenhausen broke his kneecap yeah it was just awful awful uh, looking thank you uh, Jason for that text. Lots of other texts uh, we will get to shortly on 0457 736, 736 or 1300 011170. 01 we'll also recap the round of AFL and NRL shortly as well but uh, let's get on to the main story of the morning and it's only one man it's our Makita power play this morning don't forget this season Makita is helping you rule the outdoors so if you're just switching the radio on Cameron Smith winning the 150th British Open eight under par he started uh, the round uh, four shots off the leaders Uh, And just an amazing, amazing round. Chris Perkins, he went to the first couple of rounds of the wonderful British Open. Uh, I think the first two couple of rounds. We'll hear from his thoughts on uh, that in just a second. But let's get on, firstly, to the remarkable final round. He's on the line joining us from uh, the UK. Chris, uh, good evening to you. Good morning for us. What an amazing victory by Cameron Smith.
1: We need some background music. We need some proper (laughs) background music here. I'm thinking a little cool in the gang.
0: Uh, I'll, you know, tr- I'll dun, try. I'll dun, try. Yeah. Dun, oh, oh dun, or you dun, could just dun, do that. Uh, good, st- oh. good stuff. Yeah, good stuff, works. Chris. Good stuff.
1: Time to sell Time to celebrate Australia. You have a major champion in the most historic of golf tournaments, the 150th open championship at the old course at St. Andrews. Cam Smith is your champion and what a final round he had an eight under 64 on Sunday at the open. Mm. What what a comeback for him. And the the man, I mean, dude was on fire today, especially on the back nine. Mm. Went out in 34. Okay, not bad. Mm. Right in right in the hunt. And then how about how about this for a five hole stretch? 10 through 14. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 35 in a row on the back nine. And took the lead, wound up finishing at 20 under par, shoots 30 on the back nine. That is Jack Nicholas level stuff. In fact, the last guy to to win a major shooting 30 on the back nine on Sunday was Jack in 86 at Augusta.
0: Mm. It it was an amazing final round. I was just, and I said at the top of the show, I was just uh, waking up um, and listening to it. I know you were on the overnight crowd with Phil Pryor, but uh, I was just waking up um, when he ended up winning. I think I I woke up as he was approaching the 17th hole and it was uh, very, very tense at, at the end there. I, I can imagine, and I heard uh, a bit of Cameron Smith, and no doubt our breakfast shows uh, in around about thirty-five, forty minutes minutes. Will be playing a lot of audio from uh, Cameron Smith's press conference and his uh, post-match interviews. But uh, I heard him in the post-match, or well, the post-tournament press conference, I suppose, if you want to call it. And it must mean so much for him that a hundred and fiftieth British show, and and to win the hundred and fiftieth as well. That's a that's a really big thing for him.
1: Yeah, it's it's a huge thing, and, and I love one of the comments I saw uh, in the in the post the 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 celebration the, mm. the trophy presentation. Uh, a very Aussie thing, I think, to say. He you know he's asked how he's going to celebrate tonight, and he says he's going to find out how many beers the Claret Jug holds. <laughs> well, good. perfect, uh, I, absolutely I- that. Aussie through and through.
0: I can 100% Love support that, uh, Chris. Of course, do drink responsibly, <laughs> but uh, he deserves a drink I, or two. Uh, he absolutely
1: does. I'm, I'm thinking he needs to be in, at least be considered for an OAM next year, although Her Majesty the Queen might be a smidge salty about it, considering you know, he's a citizen near, of a mere Commonwealth nation who, who just took down a, one of her subjects. Yes Because after all, it is called the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, the home of Rory McElroy
0: yes, uh well, yeah, they would have been very disappointed coming into the round, as I said, he was four shots down. um did you think he was able to do what he did? Did you think he was any chance of being able to do what he did coming into that final round I did
1: i you know i did I thought that the chances were low, but I thought he had a fair chance because of the way he put it on Friday. Mm. Second round, he was hitting everything on the green. I, I think the number was 248 feet mm. worth of made putts. Mm. That's an average of about, and I did the math the other day on this, that's, that's an average over 18 holes of something like 13 to 15 feet per make. Mm. Now, that includes the little tap-ins, the, the mid-range stuff, and the long bombs. So when you average it all out, that that means he was hitting from everywhere on Friday. His putter kind of left him yesterday in round three. He wasn't hitting the putts, but, man, he was hitting the putts today to to make five straight birdies. He had had an 87-foot eagle putt on 14 that he uh, got to two feet and just, you know, capped it in for the, the fifth stra- his fifth straight birdie. And probably his best, putt, best two putts of the day were what he did on 17 because he came up short of the road hole bunker mm. on 17. The pin was just on the far side of the road hole bunker, which would make a pitch or a chip a, a very nervy proposition because it'd be really easy to dump that thing into the road hole bunker, which is impossible to get out with that pin placement. So he putted around it. Mm-hmm. Kind of used the, the 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 angle of the the fairway and the the rough leading into the road hole bunker. Kind of used that as a slingshot, got it onto the green to about ten feet, and then most importantly, hit the clutch par putt mm. to go to eighteen with the lead. So. Uh, his, his putter was on fire today, Cam Smith's was.
0: Just before we uh, speak to you about your experience at St. Andrews, winning this tournament, what do you think it does for Cameron Smith's career? Uh, just an amazing achievement, but uh, he could go a lot further than this one feels.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely could. Uh, he he came into this tournament in the conversation of best player in the world not to have won a major. Mm. Well, he takes himself off that list and, and puts him on the list just a best player, one of the best players in the world mm. okay I, I see him being a world number one someday and probably pretty soon he he does he wins the players championship earlier this year now he's won a major he's just the fifth player in history to do that double to to win the players and a major in the same season and, and let me give you the the other four guys uh Martin Keimer did it in twenty fourteen. Uh, Some guy named Eldrick uh, Tiger, known as Tiger, uh, did that in 2001. Hal Sutton did it in 83. And some guy named Jack, uh, uh, Nicholas, I think his last name is, Mm. did it in 78. Mm. So he's putting himself into very elite company. Of course, his back nine today, something nobody's done since Jack in 86. Mm. Uh, His name is being being tossed around with some of the legends of the game. Mm. And... uh, you think about it, he's what, 20, how old is he? What, 20, twenty-eight? 29 years 28. old? Yeah, he's 20, 28 years old. The, this is just part of, this is the next generation of, of professional golf. And, and the next generation, it is in very good hands. This is six straight majors won by a guy in their 20s mm. and seven of the last eight. Mm. The only one who wasn't in their 20s in the last two years to win a major, Phil, and he won at 50.
0: Yeah, just quite amazing. Well done to Cameron Smith. If you're up watching, um, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, I'll get to your text shortly. Quite a few uh, there about that and the various other topics we're talking about this morning. Hey, Chris, you were at St Andrews. You may, just before I ask about your overall experience, uh, Tiger Woods. You mentioned him a couple of minutes ago. I saw on the news across the course of the weekend just an outstanding applause ovation for him. Uh, he in that second round, I think before um he bowed out maybe his last ever uh british open what was that like being there uh, to see tiger woods last potentially last moments at uh, british open
1: yeah unfortunately I couldn't be there on friday had some car issues
0: ah that is uh, that friday is a shame. so i
1: had to miss out on the on, on going to the second round but i did see it and, and the emotion when he came up came up 18 came across the Swilkin bridge and the ovation he got from a massive crowd, who, who spent most of the day following Tiger mm. on Friday because they knew he wasn't going to make the cut. They knew this was this was it. So yeah, it, it was bittersweet. And but the the crowd was the crowd was fantastic for him, and he was he was incredibly appreciative. And you, you could see the emotion on his face, uh, not just from the crowd, but from you know from his playing partners. Mm. Uh, in in the group he was in, uh, like I think Rory was there, uh, you know, give, giving you know, kind of following him, letting letting him have his moment, giving him applause uh, there on the 18th hole. But yeah, it was it, it was a very bittersweet thing because you think you know, at 40 46 years old, the health issues he's had, yeah, he's been trying to battle back from. Um, this could have been this probably. I'm not going to say probably because he's got an exemption Mm. uh, to play in the open until he's 60. Mm. So he can Mm. keep coming back Mm. to play the open, but it's going to be kind of like the way it was with Jack and Arnie when, when they played, it was kind of, they're there. There's, it's ceremonial more, more than anything. You're not thinking he's going to contend whatsoever. Uh, But, you know, I think, I think the crowd would be hopeful that uh, when the Open comes back, certainly to St. Andrews, in five to seven years in the Rota, uh, that Tiger would be there just to be there and, and let the crowd love on him some more.
0: Yeah, uh, to- That's the whole thing, anyway. Yeah, totally agree. I think it would be good to see uh, him back. Final question. Um, you got to go, well, not to the second round, unfortunately, yeah. but to the first round of the British Open. But just the whole experience, um, would you, I know we've got a lot of listeners and I dare say the majority of them, like myself, haven't been able to do that. Would you recommend it to anyone to go one, two, three, four days? It sounds and looks like just an awesome experience.
1: Just to get on the course is worth the trip. Okay, if, if you get tickets to just a practice round mm. at, at St. Andrews, I, I suggest go
0: mm.
1: because just to be on the course, be able to see it. Television does not do this place justice. Mm. It, it's beautiful. It's simple. It's not tricked up. It looks like you're. It looks like you're stepping back in time. I mean, you see all these resort courses. In Florida, in you know Las Vegas, wherever where it, it looks modern, St. Andrews is anything but. You've got all the stone buildings. You've got the road running right next to 17 that that's in play. Mm. You've got the stone wall that players may have to bank a shot off of. Uh, it's a little village. No, mm. uh, it's it's regular population is about eighteen thousand, but they they. Open, they open their arms to the world every few years when the Open championship comes to St Andrews, and they do a wonderful job hosting it every time they host it there 's complaints it 's too short it 's obsolete, you know, and the scores this week, yeah, they were ridiculously low, simple reason there was no wind at all, pretty mm. much all weekend. Mm. The, the course is gettable when the, when, when the weather is is very benign the way it was this weekend so mm. Um, you know, again, if if you get an opportunity, take it. Come to St. Andrews, go, go see this course in person. Uh, you won't leave disappointed. I, I know I'm certainly not.
0: Well, sounds like you've had a fun weekend and a good week or so over there in the UK. I know you're heading back to America in the next day or so. So we might have a chat a little later on in the weekend, uh, talk to you about all the things American sport.
1: Works for me. We've got the NFL coming back here pretty soon. So, you know, we get into our next seasons.
0: Yeah, not too far away in the U.S. Open. Tennis only about a month or so away as well. We will chat later in the week. Safe travels back to America, mate. Have a good day. You too, mate. Chris, well, good night. Chris Perkins there, over there. You're normally our American correspondent, but over there in the U.K., This morning uh, after just an amazing result. If you're just waking up, just switching the radio on Cameron Smith winning the 150th British Open. Full reaction in breakfast uh, coming up after 6 a.m. right across the country. There is a stack of texts. I promise I will get to them after the break on 0457 736 736. You can give me a call as well. 1-300-01-1170 on uh, the back of Cameron Smith's victory. Were you up watching it? Just an amazing uh, victory. The NRL, can the Penrith Panthers be beaten And in the Melbourne Storm, done with no Ryan Pappenhausen. AFL, Ross Lyon, do you want him at North Melbourne? And what we're talking about, teams that are favourites. Geelong, another win over Carlton over the course of the weekend Saturday night. Are they now favourites over the Melbourne Demons? We'll talk about that in just a second. The rugby, were you there at the SCG on Saturday night? Some unsavoury incidents, to say the least. And if you were up in Queensland for the soccer and any listeners through uh, SENQ 693 AM, uh, were you there to watch Leeds United versus Aston Villa? Would love to hear from you. To your text, and we'll wrap up the weekend of sport next as well. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Break back with more. This is Tradies News in a nutshell. 0457 or one 1170 Daniel Pedigree with you this morning. For listeners outside of New South Wales and Queensland, Matty Cox back with you next Monday morning. Stack of texts We'll get to them in just a second. Uh, but if don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest, Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 avatar package to promote and grow your business connect with beaumont tiles and enter now at i dot com dot we'll check your weather for you shortly and we'll have a look at the round of the nrl and the afl but there are a stack of texts coming through on 0457 736, 736 you can give me a call as well 1300 01 three hundred we'll start with this one uh, go smithy public holiday no name on it uh could we have a public holiday for Smith? I think everyone would support that. Thank you uh, for that. This one as well on Cameron Smith. Uh, haven't slept. Stayed up for the golf. Go, Cameron. P.S. Going to be a long day at work. Yes. Pity it's not a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning, isn't it? But thank you. Thank you for that text. Well done. Uh, No name on it, but well done for staying up that late uh, and all night to watch the golf if you are there now going uh, to work. Uh, This one says from Dean, Geelong's premiership to lose now in the AFL. I can't see anyone beating them. Maybe Melbourne and Sydney, Fremantle, that's it. Yeah, Geelong, way too good for Carlton over the weekend. Another text here, I got six for round 18 in in the AFL. And six for the NRL. Uh, Storm have Buckley's chance of beating the Bunnies, who are normally their bunny, playing the way they are over the last few weeks. Yes, South Sydney, very, very good against. A very good Bulldog side last night. We'll talk about that in a second. All Blacks, there's another one. All Blacks coach Ian Foster is definitely going to be relieved of his duties as All Blacks uh, coach. Yeah, they lost to Ireland, if you missed that. Lost the series, which is just very surprising after losing to Ireland for the first time. I think coach of the Canterbury Crusaders, Scott Robertson, who's 48 years old, will be given the job before the Rugby World Cup in 2023. That one also from Dean. Yeah, that was a major shock to see the All Blacks lose that. I know the Wallabies lost, but yeah, very, very surprising uh, to see the All Blacks lose Uh, that one. Um, And another text here, not sure, uh, no name on this one, but in terms of Cameron Smith, it means he will be super confident, Cameron Smith, when he gets to Augusta next, where he has already been close. Yeah, just talking to Chris Perkins uh, about... That and also another text saying um, about NRL being a great game and glad to hear a bit more conversation about it going in Melbourne. Uh, yes, thank you for that one. 0457 736 736 or 01 three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Also on the Melbourne Storm, unfortunately, uh, no name on this one, but unfortunately the Melbourne Storm are done. Too slow and predictable without Ryan Pappenhausen. Pressure can only beat Penrith like State of Origin showed us on Wednesday Night. Well, yeah, how many Penrith players there? Seven or eight players for Penrith in that state of origin loss for New South Wales. Um, Look, I I still think the Storm are a very, very good team. Uh, I wouldn't be completely writing them off. Um, But, yes, I I think without Ryan Pappenhausen, it's going to be harder. I I still think, though, maybe along with the way Souths are playing, especially if Latrell Mitchell can stay fit, I still think they're the most likely to be able to beat Penrith. Do not write off the likes of Cameron Munster and Harry Grant, but that is a huge loss, no Ryan Pappenhausen. And this one from Muzz, and I did see your other text, Muzz, I can assure you it's on its way, but he also says, what a beautiful morning it is, Dan. My beloved roosters, yes, they were good, and swans winning, uh, they were good, and followed up by young uh, Aussie Cam Smith dishing up the greatest last nine holes in open history. Under the circumstances, simply sensational. Not a bad weekend indeed. I clocked up 40-plus hours of watching the golf over the four open rounds. Regards, Muz. Good achievement. 40-plus hours. That's very, very good. So we've had one list to stay up all night and is going to suffer at work, and we've had Muz uh, watch 40-plus hours over the course of the Four rounds over the course of the weekend. Good stuff. Keep them coming in, those texts and calls. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 on a range of topics. Cameron Smith's win. The NRL, can anyone beat the Penrith Panthers? The AFL, Ross Lyon to North Melbourne. Buddy Franklin, we're not sure what's going to happen Uh, with him. Anna Geelong, now premiership favourites. The rugby, were you there? At the SCG on Saturday night, Eddie Jones he copped a bit of abuse and reacted to it. Um, and there was one gentleman, and I use that word uh, very loosely, that got himself onto the roof of the SCG and decided to stay there for about 15 or 20 minutes. And we were at the soccer yesterday up in Queensland? When um, Aston Villa played Leeds United, forty odd thousand people there uh, looked like a really, really good atmosphere. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Recapping the scores from rounds, uh, round eighteen of the NRL. Then we'll look at the AFL. At uh, the NRL Friday night, Sharks too good for the Cowboys. The Cowboys were resting a lot of their players. They uh, won twenty six points to twelve over the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, the Eels. Defeated the Warriors 28 points to 18 on Friday night. Close game for Parramatta, but just good enough uh, to defeat the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, on Saturday, uh, and, and look, and as I said, on Friday morning for our listeners through uh, SEN 1170 AM and SEN uh, 693 S E N Q, um, the Eagles have to win those games. Um, The Roosters on Saturday, they kept their finals hopes alive, but some key injuries. They smashed the Dragons in the end, 54 points to 26, but a couple of injuries there, including to Billy Smith, who's done his ACL, I think, for the third time. Uh, Really, really devastating news. Uh, Manly, 42, too good for the Newcastle Knights, 12. This one, Broncos 16 over the Titans, 12, was closer than I think people expected it to be, Um, but they managed to get... Uh, the win anyway, uh, and then yesterday Panthers eighteen, Tigers sixteen. Gee, you got to feel sorry for the West Tigers, don't you? They they almost got a miraculous try on half time, and then won the players were offside, uh, and then got a try with about seven eight minutes remaining, and you thought maybe this was their day. But the Panthers, even without seven of their origin players, too good. Canberra twenty over the Melbourne Storm sixteen, and last night what a game South Sydney thirty six over the Bulldogs twenty eight the Luttrell Mitchell show, basically, Uh, he was just on fire. And I tell you what, uh, if Luttrell stays fit and stays in that kind of form, they're going to be hard to beat. Let's have a look at the NRL ladder before we turn our attention to the AFL. Panthers lead the way on 34 points, way ahead now. Cowboys are in second, along with the Sharks on 26 points. The Storm, they're in fourth position. Not often you see Melbourne in fourth. They're on 24 points. We've got the Broncos also on 24 points and the Eagles also on 24 points. So three tight ty- teams on 24 points. Then the Rabbitohs on 20. The Sea Eagles round out the top eight on, uh, sorry, Rabbitohs on 22. Sea Eagles round out the top eight on 20. Then the Roosters and the Raiders just outside of that top eight on 18. The Dragons also on 18. Then uh, the team's outside of contention for the top eight. Now the Warriors on 12, Knights on 12, Bulldogs 10, Titans 8, West Tigers Eight. Uh, so that's the round of the NRL. And for AFL as well, started back on Friday night. Western Bulldogs, good win over St. Kilda, 84-56. Collingwood in a very, very close game away from home, beating Adelaide, 91-86. We had the Brisbane Lions, good win for our listeners uh, up there in Queensland, 99 over the GWS Giants, 59. Mentioned this earlier, North Melbourne over Richmond, Richmond by four. North Melbourne, 92 over Richmond, 88. I think North Melbourne had lost, what, 14 games coming into that game? Uh, Fantastic win for them in the week that they had decided to get rid of their coach. Uh, North Melbourne, 92 over Richmond, 88. Geelong, uh, pretty good. Carlton uh, stayed in it, but Geelong too good in the end, 85 to 55. The Swans pulled away at the end. It was a fairly close game uh, for a lot of it, but pulled away over Fremantle winning in the end by 17 points, 82-65 to 65 on Saturday night. Yesterday, a good win for Hawthorne, 25-point margin against the West Coast Eagles. Hawthorne, 102 over West Coast, 77. The Melbourne Demons... Uh, back in the circles, 83 over Port Adelaide, 69 yesterday, and the final game of yesterday, Essendon, 103 over the Gold Coast Suns, 55. AFL later, Geelong lead the way on 52 points, Melbourne on 52 points as well, sit in second position. Then it's the Brisbane Lions, Fremantle, Collingwood all on 48 points, the Swans and Carlton on 44 points and Richmond, despite that loss to North Melbourne, round out the top eight on 36 points. Just outside of that top eight, the Western Bulldogs also on 36, and St Kilda on 36 as well, then Port Adelaide and the Gold Coast Suns are on 32 then Hawthorne, Essendon on 24 GWS Adelaide on 20 and West Coast and North Melbourne down the very bottom of the ladder on 8. That's the round of NRL and AFL done. Let's quickly check your weather across the listing area, across the country. Uh, today, Sydney, possible late shower, top of 15 degrees. Melbourne, showers easing in a top of 10 degrees. Brisbane, mostly sunny, top of 24 degrees. Perth, morning shower or two in a top of 19 degrees. Adelaide, cloudy and a top of 13 degrees. Hobart, morning shower or two. Pretty cold down there. Eight degrees today. Canberra, top of 10 degrees and partly cloudy. And Darwin, as usual, sunny and a top of 29 degrees. We'll get to more of your texts in a second. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Tradies News in a Nutshell. Good to have your company. Breakfast not too far away around the country. O four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Text here saying no one can stop the Penrith Path this is going back to back. Eels maybe, but that's it. Yeah I I I give Souths a bit of a chance the way they've been playing. Um and does the NRL ever play in Alice Springs? Uh yeah, they do take a few matches up towards the Northern Territory, I think. The Eels have played a few matches uh, up there. And a couple of other texts as well. Uh, this one from Mr. T saying, Morning, mate. Go, Cameron Smith. Had $25 on him at $23 to one. Cheers, Mr. T. Uh, well, thank you, Mr. T. Well done to you. Of course, gamble responsibly. And Chookman says, Congrats to Cam Smith. Just goes to show you Chip and Pat for dough. Chukman. uh, Yes, thank you very much for that one. Yeah, if you're just waking up, Cam Smith winning the 150th. British Open, uh, just an amazing uh, round, eight under par. We spoke to Chris Perkins a little later on, and no doubt a full recap on your breakfast shows around the country coming up very, very shortly. We may talk more about this tomorrow, but uh, Victor Radley's decision to play for England in the Rugby League World Cup, Uh, he's come out and said, it was a feeling in my chest, I could not look away from it. Uh, It's years of Yorkshire blood in me and it's coming out. I have made this decision because I want to bleed for England. I love Australia. I love this country, but I had to choose one. All I know is when the ball kicks off, no matter what jersey, I'm going hard. So, yeah, Victor Radley going to play for England in this year's Rugby League World Cup. Going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. And if he does get picked, which you imagine he will be, uh, he's going to be a big asset to that England team that kicks off in a few months' time. Thanks for your company today. Breakfast coming up right around the country after the news. And I'll catch you back here tomorrow morning from 5 a.m. Have a good day.
1: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it.